Welcome to How the Fuck Does the Average Person Do It? My name is Sarah and I'll be your host. Join me every week where we break down the process on how everyday average people are creating massive success in the real estate world and how you can too. So be sure to hit that subscribe button, follow me on Facebook at Sarah Easterbrook and let's do this. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back. Happy Wednesday. Sarah here with you today. Super, super pumped to chat about how you can invest in real estate using your RSPs. So we're going to talk about the secrets of investing in real estate using your RSPs. Now hear me out. One, I am not an accountant. I am not a lawyer. I'm not a CRA or a bookkeeper. You always want to make sure that you are obtaining um, advice from your accountant before you invest in anything, but I'm going to share with you the secrets on how you can turn your RSPs into cash without paying any taxes. Yeah. Okay. Now hear me out. This is really going to be boring. Like this is the boring stuff. This is the stuff that people don't really want to dive into, but it really is the most important if, if you want to make your money work for you. Right. And so it, it, it is why the rich keep getting richer because they understand how to use this and they understand how to um, use accounts, registered accounts and, and not have to pay taxes on it. I'm not, and I'm not saying, you know, to avoid taxes, but let's just not pay all the taxes. You know, taxes are good. We do need roads. We do need schools. We do need hospitals. We do need police. We do need all, you know, the first responders, but let's just not pay all the taxes out there. And so knowing structures like this, like this is the reason why Trump only paid $750 in income tax one year and the whole world was outraged. Well, not everybody like, like the wealthy get it. So if, if you're really wanting to improve your financial life and your financial future, you have to change the belief that has been ingrained for us for generations to come about RSPs, about savings, about mutual funds, about banks, about equity, about credit cards. You know, you have to change that belief. And I don't know about you. I was never taught how these accounts work. I was always just told that, hey, you put money in this account and it's going to grow. I didn't know that you could actually view where the money is being allocated to. I didn't know that there's management fees and that you pay a ridiculous amount in management fees. And it wasn't until I started learning more about this and I started getting into real estate investment that I realized that my mutual fund, where it told me that I was going to make a big return, I was actually making less than 3%. I was making less than 3%. And I didn't know where they were being distributed to because you pay what's called a management fee. So when you go into the bank and most of most people invest in the five big banks, when you go into that bank, they allocate that money for you. Okay. So a typical investment option is like up, down, up, down, up, down, roller coaster ride of the public market. So like how much money you make in those types of market is more important when you want to take out your money rather than when you want to buy because the market's always should always be trending in an upward motion. And we're always saving, right? Every single one of us is saving for something. We're saving for a cottage, we're saving for a new car, we're saving for a wedding, our kids education. We have all we all have different things that we're saving for. And so if the market, you know, God forbid that the market goes in a downward turn, if you don't know where your money's going, and how to, to utilize that money or not being able to move that money yourself because it's being managed by a different party, then you're going to be stuck between a rock and a hard place. So for instance, like GICs, they, 
they're really the only guaranteed investment, but with inflation, the numbers are really low. So for like, for this is just for instance, like a one year GIC, the normal rate of return is 0.97%. With inflation, it's 1.7%, but the real return at the end of it is negative 0.73%. And so, especially what's happening in the world today, that's a, that's very, very low. And you're really not left with a lot. And so the question I always, I always get is, can I invest my RSP to buy houses? And the answer is yes. Okay. But it does come with some rules. There are some rules to it. Right. And you know, there, there is so much BS in in the news these days about the housing bubble and about the market and how everything's about to crash and, and how it's unsafe. And there's moms and dads out there who are getting fearful because they keep listening to the news and they're passing that fear on to their kids. Right. I remember when I first started investing in real estate and we would tell our parents and because our parents, you know, were raised, to believe certain things. And, and some of our, you know, our parents also invested in real estate at the time and they had bad tenants. Right. So they had that fear stuck in them that, you know, one, every tenant is bad and people are going to destroy your house. Well, I've rented properties. I've been a, a renter. I never destroyed my property, but you're going to have risk everywhere you go. You have a risk when you have a baby, you have a risk when you walk outside the door, you have a risk when you get married, like you have a risk when you go to work and, and don't know if it's going to be your last day, right? So there's always a risk, but it's, it's the difference between a consumer mindset and an investor mindset. And so RSPs are amongst the easiest to invest with. It's the easiest to invest with. And you most likely have, you know, a couple thousand, maybe even a couple hundred thousand sitting in there. And it's might not be giving you the return that you were expecting. And right now I was just talking to somebody yesterday whose RSP took a 20% drop because of the drop in the, in the, in the stock market, right? So some of your RSPs are allocated in the stock market too. So do you know where your money is going? And so real estate really is a decent return on investment. And so, you know, what, what I'd like for you to do, if you've, if you've ever wanted to, uh, invest in real estate is is I want you to get your statements out, get your statements on your mutual funds out and, you know, find out is, is the, the amount, the 14% or something, or the, the bank said that, that you were going to get, is that what the fund is making or is that what you are making? And do you even know the difference? Do you know the difference between the fund and, and, and what you're making? Do you know how to calculate the management fees that, that are associated with that? Because the fees are charged on the full value of the investment. So even before you get your return, the management company takes its cut. Okay. And so the, the management company is the bank, the person who set up your, your mutual fund, your RSP, that's, that's the managing company. Now, when you go to invest RSPs, you can't invest your own RSPs to purchase investment properties. Okay. You can't use your RSPs to purchase properties from with or from friends and family. And what I mean by that is arm's length. Now, my in-laws are my friends, so I consider them friends, but they would be what's considered a um, family through marriage. 
associated with marriage. Okay. So, um, it's called arm's length. You, you can't, you can't invest at arm's length. You can, uh, view all this information and the terminology and everything on the CRA website. So if you went out to CRA.ca, you can um, view all of that. However, that doesn't mean you can't invest your RSPs in real estate. So let's say that you know somebody who's investing in real estate that's not at arm's length. So they're they're non-blood and, and they're not related to you through marriage. Like you can then lend them your RSPs and they'll use that to buy a property. So the question, the question I get is, well, how do I make money? How do I make money from it? Well, when you lend them money, they're going to give you what's called a rate of return or an interest rate of return. So essentially, you are becoming the bank. You become the bank. And so just like the bank makes money charging interest, you will be earning interest. And so does that mean that you can just find a stranger and say, hey, here's my RSPs and the CRA will be okay with that? Of course not. Of course not. They still want to make sure that this money is being used properly because there are they are sheltered funds and you don't pay taxes on sheltered funds, okay? So, so you do have to have a trustee. And so most people invest in their RSPs, and like I mentioned earlier, in the five big banks, and then the banks break out those that investment into subcategories. Okay, so let's say um, they break it up into income, fixed income, equities. Uh, you have maybe some healthcare in there, some materials, communication. Uh, utilities, financials, the energy sector, um, some healthcare, they, they break it up on your behalf, right? It, it, and you don't, and you don't have the option to control where you allocate your funds. So if you wanted to invest in real estate and you wanted to invest in your friends and you wanted to invest with some investors and earn interest on your money, what you have to do is first transfer the RSPs to a trust company. So there are a couple of trust companies here in Canada. Olympia Trust is one of them. Uh, there's a couple more out there. If you if you want to know more, please book a call with me. We can definitely go over some more options as well. But let's be let's. I want to, I want to be very clear here. Okay, we are we are not walking into the bank and saying, "Hey, I want to remove all my money and go put it in this trust." No, because that, that's where you're collapse. That's where what's called collapsing the account. And we don't want to collapse the account. We want to rescue it. We want to rescue your RSPs because if you collapse the account, that's what triggers tax. Okay. That's what triggers the CRA and that, that triggers tax. So we want to transfer it. We want to rescue your RSPs and transfer it to a trust. And then there's no tax because it stays in a sheltered register account. Are you still with me? I told you boring as fuck, but if you want your money to grow, you got to know. And so this is the information why the rich get richer and the poor get poorer. So it's self-directing your funds. Like I mentioned earlier, when I was earning, when I, I thought I was earning a really good return on my mutual fund. Like I, I'm pretty sure that it was like 16% 
when I started, he said it was going to be 16%. But after I did the math and after I looked at my statements and after I talked to other uh, investors who helped me realize I was making less than 3% a year in my mutual funds after all the fees. And so that's when I decided to withdraw and I put it towards a property. And now that property is generating me 21.82% a year. So you can't get those returns, you know, on, on a bank account because money in the bank loses money each year. Each year you're not putting it to work. It's money lost. So, so the same goes with your RSPs. The same goes with the equity in your home. If it's just sitting there, it's not working for you. So when you invest your eligible savings as a self-directed account, you're actually giving yourself more opportunities to create that wealth. So the money goes, so you're actually creating an investment inside the account. So inside the, the RSP, you're creating an investment. So the money goes back into your personal account into your RSPs and not your personal account, which means not only does it grow from your investment, but also from the tax benefits associated with that account. Now, again, I'm not accountant. I am not a lawyer. I'm not a bookkeeper. I'm just somebody who has gone through this and I'm sharing my, my expertise. So let, let, I want to give you a little bit of an example to, to help you paint the picture. And if, and if you want more information, please book a call with me. I'll put the link below. Um, book a call with me anytime. I'd love to go over this information with you. I could talk about this all day. But let's say, um, let's say that you lend me. Okay. Let's say you lend me a hundred thousand dollars and I, and I, I, we agree that I'm going to pay you 10% interest. Okay. And you, you take $50,000 from your TFSA and $50,000 from your RSP. And you decide you're going to put 4% back into your TFSA and you're just, and you're going to put 6% back into your RSP. And let's just say for educational sake that the tax benefit for the RSP for the year is 10% when you do your taxes. So that means that your RSP is actually going to get 16%. It's going to grow 16%. So the total return is 20% opposed to the 10% that I gave you. You're getting an additional 10%. And again, this is just for educational purposes. The, you know, the returns are all going to be different. You're going to want to talk to your accountant. You're going to want to see how much you're eligible to put in. And most people... Most people, they just keep investing because they don't want that to be triggered. They'll max out the RSP, right? Because you can, you can only max out a certain amount each year and they'll max it out and then they'll take the remaining balance and they'll just keep investing. They'll just keep investing it. They'll just keep investing it over and over and over again. And so a, another question I get is, well, how do I protect my funds? Well, you would register a... Um, it against the property. So your funds are registered against the property. You'd, re you'd register a lien against the property to protect those funds. Now, there are fees uh, for having a self-directed account, but it's pretty reasonable. I believe I believe it's around $2,200 a year. I believe, again, not really sure. It's going to be based on the, on the trust. So you're going to want to make sure that you're talking to your accountant. And so that's how you can use your RSPs and turn them into cash. These are things that I was not taught. I was unaware of. And when I became aware of it, 
it has made investing so much easier. I've been able to help um, quite a few investors turn their their money around. They're feeling more confident. They're feeling more safe in their future, especially in the unknown right now with you know everything that's happening in the world. There is a lot of panic. There's a lot of fear. Um, but now is the time. While everybody's collapsing and being fearful and they're withdrawing, people are withdrawing like uh, stocks and, and bonds and, and uh, RSPs and mutual funds, which what, what happens when they start withdrawing? They start collapsing your money. Your money starts collapsing and you start losing money. So you want to make sure that you're protecting your money so you're not losing that money. And again, you don't pay taxes because you're not withdrawing. You're creating an investment inside the account. So I hope you guys got value out of this. If you do know anybody who needs to hear this or should be hearing this, please share this episode with them. You can find us on Spotify, on Apple, on Google, Google podcast. Uh, be sure to check me out on Facebook at Sarah Easterbrook. I'm also on Instagram at Sarah Easterbrook zero four. And, um, if you guys do want to talk any more about this or you're looking to invest and you want to start growing your income and you want to create that nest egg, uh, just send me an email with the subject line invest and, um, I'll send you an email back and we'll book a call and we'll have a chat and we'll chat with you guys later. Have an amazing, amazing day. Bye. Thanks so much for tuning in today. I really hope that gave you a better understanding on how you can start investing in real estate and know that your money can be safe and can work for you. If you got massive value out of that, please make sure you hit that subscribe button, share it on your social media pages, invite your friends. Next week, we are going to be talking about how to use your property as an ATM. So make sure you hit that bell, hit that subscribe button to get notified, and we'll see you guys next week.